Okay. And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another victorious episode of Doing the Work, the first show on the Back Home Network covering IU women's basketball. I'm your host today, Kathy Amos, also joined with my co-host, Jeff Marlowe. And this afternoon, we are going to be discussing today's win of your number six, number seven ranked Hoosiers over Northwestern, 72 to 50, um, a win on the road in Big Ten play. Uh, this takes the women's record now to 14 and one overall and four and one in the conference. But we'll start our show the way we start every show, and that is with our our banner moment. And Jeff, for me, uh, the banner moment was kind of easy to decide, and it was actually not even during the game at all. And for me, the game uh, banner moment came 15 minutes actually before tip off when the Indiana women's basketball Twitter account announced the starting five, and we had Grace Berger back in our starting lineup here on January 8th, 2023. So we all remember she went down with that knee injury back at the end of November when they were out in Vegas. And no one was quite sure on when she would come back. And boy, did she not just come back, but she just had an astounding game, I think, coming back um, off of that knee injury. So for me, that banner moment really came actually before the game when we got Grace, really, I think, our, our leader and our floor general back into the lineup. And as always, our banner moment is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. Homefield is constantly releasing new schools or updating their products for schools in their existing line. In fact, rumor has it that they will be releasing sometime here in the near future some more new Indiana designs. So get your wallet and credit cards ready and watch that Homefield Twitter account um, to see when that comes out. Um, but even if you don't want more IU gear for some reason, there's other college teams as well at your disposal or even just some of their line that has no college schools. And if you haven't gone out and purchased from Homefield, you can use our promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off of your entire first order. You can find that at homefieldapparel.com. Again, the promo code is HOME, H-O-M-E, for 15% off. And the website is homefieldapparel.com. We're one for the team. And next, we are going to move it over to Jeff for Jeff's Coach's Corner. So, Jeff, what are your initial thoughts about the game or anything else that's on your mind today? And you're muted, by the way. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. I'm muted here. Hey, I'm going to piggyback off of your banner moment. And what a great thing to see Grace Berger back. We kind of speculated about this on the last post game show after what they'd said on the TV broadcast. And yesterday, I believe Friday was six weeks to the day of her injury. So I really wasn't surprised. But like somebody pointed out on Twitter, I can't remember who it was to give credit to it, but this may have been the most low key announcement of a returning starter, possible player of the year type candidate that you may have ever seen because nobody really really knew until about, as you said, 15 minutes or so before game time that she was going to start. Uh, it kind of, people had seen her out warming up, but the fact that she was starting. So that was it. And I just thought the team had a better flow. Now they weren't great today, but I thought the team had a little better flow to them. Um, especially at times once Grace, you could kind of see work the rust off a little bit. 
but I just felt like there was a calmness, a poise mm -hmm. that Grace brought that we thought had been missing for a while. And, yeah. and I thought that, that you could see that. And now it's about getting the pieces of the puzzle put back together the way you thought they're going to be. And let's not forget, Keandra Brown made her first appearance of the year today, too. So now you're starting to get the puzzle pieces put back together. And, and I'm sure we'll talk about some other things as we go along. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. So you got really our, our whole team now that we have as available for for playing. It seems like with both Grace and Keanu Brown making their appearance today. So, um, how about we go ahead and just jump right into the game, and um, we'll talk about things that went ex as expected. So I think there's probably a lot maybe that went as expected, at least on on, on my brain. But Jeff, what do you want to start us off with? Uh, I'm going to start out with just Mackenzie Holmes. I'm not going to go too deep into the numbers, but another double double for Mackenzie Holmes. Uh, mm -hmm. She, but it, but in only 31 minutes, we were able to get her some time off the floor, and she didn't have to play 36, 37 minutes. And I know that, and people will be like, "That's only a few minutes." Those minutes add up throughout the course of a year. So um, that was one thing. I, that's where I'm going to start. Just another double double, solid performance from Mackenzie Holmes. Yeah, I had McKenzie written down as well. This was her third game in a row now with a double doubles, um, getting those 24 and 13 um, for her stat line today and almost had it by by halftime. I think um, she was two two rebounds away. She had 18 and eight at half. So that was definitely one thing I had as expected. Um, one thing that I wrote down as expected for me was the defense. So we held Northwestern here to 50 points in their own arena. And, you know, Northwestern's been scoring on average around 67 points. And, you know, we held them to only 36% shooting um, below their season average and three-point shooting of 29%, which was um, right around their, their season average as well. So I thought our defense was really good. Um, the only, I guess, complaint I would have a little bit on the defense is we had a couple of our players, Garzon and Sydney Parrish, that had a little bit of foul trouble. Um <clears throat> With Garzon falling out and Sydney with four, with three of those really in the, or two of those really quick for Sydney that kind of took her out of that first half. But um, otherwise, I thought our defense was was really pretty solid. But um, any thoughts, Jeff, on the defense for you? Well, I, I thought the defense was pretty solid. I thought you also look at the fact that um, Northwestern was forced into 19 turnovers. And, yeah. and again, for a team, and IU doesn't necessarily force a ton of turnovers. Some of it was just bad passing and bad mistakes by, by Northwestern. But obviously those added up to extra possessions for, for Indiana. And then also you talk about the, the overall shooting percentage. They held Northwestern to 29% at the three point line. And I'm not sure we do, you do much defending, but Northwestern was a very bad 41% at the free throw line today. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 We are free throw defense was pretty good today. Wasn't it? Um, anything else, Jeff, that you want to touch on that kind of went as expected today? Um, the only other thing I want to talk about being expected, uh, Kathy was just that again, she didn't shoot the ball well, but there's Sydney Parrish with another 12 and eight, 12 points, eight rebounds. And just, you know, she got in a little early foul trouble yeah. herself, as you mentioned, but, um, you know, I thought Sydney played fairly solid, just didn't shoot the ball well. Yeah, I, I thought so too. She did that in, in 22 minutes. So, um, you know, we just, I thought we looked really good and calm out there today uh, compared to it. You know, um, we're back down to our 11 turnovers, which is right around our season average. We average around 12. So it was good to see that come back down after we've had, you know, that Michigan state game in particular pops out of some games where we've, our turnovers have been a bit high. So I thought that was really great. Um, I didn't really have anything else to talk about as expected. How about you? No, I didn't have anything else either. 
Cool. Let's move on to surprises then. So um, I'll just kick it off, which I think oh, it was my banner moment, which as you mentioned, it was pretty low key announcement, but my surprise was Grace coming in and being back and Keandra Brown being back. Like they, I didn't see anything on t- um, Twitter or anywhere that people knew that she was going to be back. We knew we had heard sometime in January, but I was surprised when I saw her getting ready to check in by the scorers bench. So that was, that was a surprise on a very positive side for me. Yeah, and I'm going to pick. I want to go with the grace part about it. Is also is I thought when we we got her back, it'd be much more of a limited capacity, maybe 10, 12 minutes. Yeah, she played twenty seven minutes today. Yeah, you know, so that part that's the surprise. Happy to see Grace back, want her back, and glad that she is very very much glad she's back. But I was a little surprised, and that's why I throw it in this segment that she yes. played the twenty seven minutes. I was too. I, I was very surprised. In fact, I think I had said to to Sean, my husband, at the beginning of the game, I said, "Oh, I'm gl- so glad that Grace is back." I, you know, today um, Bargasser, I think, came in for her fairly early on in that first quarter. I said, "Oh, I'm not surprised. They'll probably yep. limit her minutes." And yeah, to see how much she ended up playing in that second half, that's so great. That I, you know, I, that hopefully means her knee has been really great with the rehab and her conditioning's not been hurt by being out that long. So that was a big surprise for me as well. Um, what other kind of surprises do you have from this game? Well, uh, the only I won't call it a surprise. Somebody once Grace came back and you knew eventually she was going to go to the lineup. Somebody was going to go back to the bench, whatever Sydney Parrish or one of the others. And so Sarah Scalia going back and coming off the bench today, I thought it was a good move. She struggled against shooting the ball, but I think that that Sarah can really provide kind of a six person lift there once she settles and gets her shot back. And, and I think we still have some really good basketball to see from Sarah, but that might be a way to get her some confidence back. It just didn't happen today. But she played 30 minutes off the bench. We mm-hmm. got, and that's kind of where I'm going with this. Lexi Bargasser gave us 15 minutes. And we got seven minutes from Lily Meister. So, you know, um, that, that to me, those surprises, I've referred to those as surprises just because we haven't been used to seeing our bench get those kinds of minutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, a, a surprise for me was a little bit actually on our shooting. I, I thought we were having an off shooting day for sure. Um, you had kind of touched on this in your opening comments that it definitely wasn't our our best game for sure, right? We ended up shooting about thirty seven percent on the <coughs> for field goal percentage. And, you know, we're one of the tops in the nation with two point field goal percentage at 51%. Um, And, you know, McKenzie Holmes was 10 of 14. So she definitely had a pretty efficient night, but the rest of the team seemed to be really struggling, especially I thought in that second half, getting the ball to go down, down the net, you know, Yarden ended up um, three for 11 shooting and Sydney was three of 10 and um, Sarah was one of 10. And so we just had some really lopsided, I thought, shots, um, field goal percentage today. Well, the only thing I remember when you look at that total field goal, they don't that that's everything combined. Yep. That's the one. So they were three yep. for twenty. They were three for twenty-two from beyond the arc. So overall, inside the arc, they were twenty-two of forty-six. So yep. a little bit better, but I again, I'm not opposed to the three-point shot, but I, it really was not falling for them today. No. I mean, that was about as bad as we're probably going to see them all year, and that's okay. You still found a way to win by twenty. Do you feel 22 three-pointers today was maybe a little too high uh, for the team? I, I, you know, it's felt like we were shooting maybe a few too many of them at one point, but what are your thoughts on, on just maybe number of threes they took? No, I really didn't feel like there were too many because I didn't feel like any of them were really forced. I felt like they came out of flow. They came off of good mm-hmm. ball movement, but they just didn't go. And now the next game we could shoot 22 and hit seven and everybody will be like, 
Hey, looking yep, good, you know, so, yeah. but you know, it's just the difference in the, uh, not hitting three, four, five shots and, and, and on the percentage, but yeah, it, it was now, had it been one of those where we were like Michigan state, where we were turning it over 20 sometimes and you, you know, you go inside and ride McKenzie. But I think, again, I, I go back to what we talked about throughout this whole segment so far is that there's a poise, a calmness when grace primarily is on the floor that I think filters through to the others. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I didn't really have any other surprises to talk on, but what about you? No, that was it for me. All right. Well, let's. Um, we've been talking quite a bit about the numbers, so let's really just go ahead and jump in and dive inside the numbers. So, Jeff, what's the first one you want to talk through that we haven't so far touched on? Well, I know Northwestern's not the biggest team, and we'll probably get a better cha- uh, challenge on Thursday from Maryland, but IU won the rebounding battle 46-33. to 33. Mm-hmm. To me, that was a huge number. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. Um, and uh, not just the rebounding number, but we had 15 offensive rebounds. And so I had actually second chance points written down as well of one of my numbers. It was very lopsided. We ended up 19 second chance points to only two for Northwestern. And uh, I think that really talked about the <clears throat> proficiency we had on the offensive side of the glass and controlling that too. Yeah, and if you go back to what you were talking about on defense, Kathy, we held Northwestern to 0. 0.69 points per possession. I mean, yeah, that's, that's that's a, a that's a crazy number. <laughs> yes, absolutely. What other numbers do you have? Um, just another solid defensive, like just kind of stay with that. We didn't give up over 20 points in any period. We gave up 18. It was in the third period. And after that it was 12, 12 and eight. So mm-hmm. again, I, there were times I felt like we weren't maybe as locked in defensively as I would like. Cause I think as part of it, you're trying to get used to having grace back in there and knowing, and, and I think early on that I was kind of keeping an eye on about you. I was kind of keeping an eye. How was she moving? Was she yeah, moving yeah. laterally? What kind of push? But, but when I saw her go jumping for a couple of black shots and a couple, you know, and things I, I felt pretty good, but I just think it took them a little bit. It just I maybe get a little comfortable, but like I said, they're going to get a much better test on Thursday when they see Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so another number I had um, kind of um, keeping with your defensive theme was uh, turnovers. We forced 19 turnovers um, for Northwestern and um, that led to 20 points off of turnovers for us. So they only um, had nine points off of our 11. So I thought, you know, again, we some of them were not all forced, obviously with 19, but I, I thought that was really great to see not only did they have those turnovers, but we capitalized on them as well. Yeah, and I'll go along with the same with part of that Sydney Parish with four steals uh, yeah. to lead the team. Yeah, that was great. Um, any um, other team stats that you would like to touch on? No, I don't have any, but how about yeah. you? Just uh, I want to um, applaud the team for their free throw shooting, uh, 19 of 21 for 90% free throw shooting. So um, I don't want that to, to get kind of bypassed as well because, you know, I think that's just a fantastic number. If you're shooting 90% from the line, that's fantastic. Um, all right. How about individual stats? Anything you want to talk there um, individually to start us off? <sighs> I want to, again, kind of keep away from some of the things I think we're going to talk a little bit about in the next segment. But, um, you know, look at Yarden Garzon. We talked about nine points. Didn't feel like she played her best game. She was in a little bit of foul trouble. She didn't shoot the ball well. But nine points, five rebounds, an assist, a steal, two blocks. So, again, Yarden played okay, just not maybe what we're expecting of her. Yeah, I mean, it was a solid game from Yarden. um, To your point, not the best game, but but solid. Um, Chloe... 
I thought was was quiet today. Again, very solid in um, but a quiet game. But she, you know, gave us thirty six minutes. She was out there almost the whole time, and it was you know only one turnover. But she had three assists, four points. So it, you know, you might look at that and say, well, gosh, you know. Why was she in there all that time? She wasn't scoring. Again, that's not her role. Her role is not to come in and be the leading scorer on this team. And I thought she played her role really well. It's just not going to show up in the the stat line per se. But any thoughts on Chloe's play today? Well, and now Chloe may have – and Chloe may be the one who has to make the biggest adjustment back. She was the one yeah. we talked about probably had to make the biggest adjustment when Grace went out. Now she probably has to make the biggest adjustment kind of going back into the role that was more probably expected. I do think she has to see herself a little bit more as a scorer. I don't think she can be a four-point-a-game person with Grace back. But I I think it all goes back to, again, trying to understand where you fit back in now that everybody's, you know, we're kind of back into the gang's all here type mentality. Um, But she also contributed three. Like you said, 36 minutes on the floor. She led the team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What other individual stats do you want to touch on? Um, I'm just going to highlight real quick, Lily Meister. Again, uh, she played seven minutes, two points, three rebounds. Uh, and so, again, I think, and I'd really, and, and, and we also put a point out that from our understanding on the TV broadcast, Alyssa Geary stayed home in Bloomington yeah. with a non-COVID related illness. So that's part of the reason I think Meister got a little, few more minutes, but I really like seeing Bargasser and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Meister gets some, some minutes here. Cause I really think they're going to be big parts of this program going forward in the next year and the year after. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I, that's actually where I wanted to go next was specifically to, to Lexus Bargasser. I thought she had, again, just a nice solid game for us off of the bench. She played 15 minutes. She ended up with a steal, um, only one turnover and four rebounds and two assists. And, uh, you know, so I thought she had a solid 15 minutes coming off of the bench. And I was very pleased. I've been very pleased with her game in particular the last uh, few games that she's really been stepping up and getting some more minutes. And she was one, I wasn't quite sure with Grace coming back, if, you know, we would still see quite a few minutes from her, but 15 minutes I thought was really a perfect amount for her today. Well, and the one who probably is losing minutes with Grace being back is Henna Sandvik. Yeah. She only got in two minutes today and she'd yeah. been playing several, a lot, you know, and double digit minutes in some of these games here of late. So she may be the one that kind of has to go back into, Hey, hope somebody gets into foul trouble so I can get in the game type mentality or something. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. you don't want anybody to get hurt, obviously, but so she may see her playing time reduced, but I think Bargasser showed that she's capable. And then again, it gives them an opportunity to limit the match. Grace is, I don't think we want Grace even back two weeks from now. I don't think we necessarily want Grace playing 35 minutes. I think you still right. got to try and maintain her under that level and, and such, but we'll see how it goes forward. That's just my speculation. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, well, what do you think, Jeff? Should we go ahead and move move on to our next uh, segment? Sure. I you know again we're just trying to point out the highlights in a nice win today. It's already been yeah. some, somewhat of a downer day as we you know <laughs> watching the men play. So uh, yeah, I'm just glad Northwestern upbeat. didn't get the Indiana sweep. <laughs> yeah, short and sweet here. Yeah. All right. Well, that um, is our cue, everyone, to move into our, our next segment, which is our Game Ball and Hoosier Hustle Awards. So um, Jeff has the ticker up right now for who has the Game Balls, and you can see that scrolling across the screen. And so um, on the year, we have Mackenzie, Lindsay, 
McKenzie leading the way with nine game balls, Garzon and Sydney each with two, and Grace with one. So, Jeff, why don't you start us off? Who do you want to vote for your game ball today? I really want to go with my fave probably, but I I, I got to go with McKenzie here just because yeah. 24 points, 13 <laughs> rebounds, um, 10 of 14 shooting, as you mentioned earlier. Um, she had two blocks. So I, I'm going to go with McKenzie here as uh, for the player of the game, the game ball. Yeah, that's that's interesting, Jeff. I actually had thought about McKenzie early on, uh, and I am going to go ahead and vote for Grace for mine. And not, uh, I just thought um, 16 points, 27 minutes after coming off of a mm-hmm. six-week layoff. Um, she also contributed five assists, only had one foul, which I thought was kind of ticky-tack there towards the end. Um, also had a rebound and two steals. I, I just... Um, I thought her game today was just really on point. And, but the bigger reason why I think I'm, I went with her for my game ball was just because of what you mentioned. I think you had it on Twitter as well as you talked about at the beginning. I just felt like the team seemed a little more calm and poised with her out here. And it just seems to me that she is clearly the team's um, floor general and, um, I, I just enjoyed her play, but yeah, I, I had a, I had a hard time when you have, you know, McKenzie is playing at such an all American level on her third double double in a row. So um, it, it's almost like, <laughs> yeah, we, we almost need to have McKenzie just always get automatically an award anymore. And then or it's just, almost like the runner up. So somehow we need to have it sponsored by McKenzie Holmes. <laughs> right. Um, so we need some workaholic help here. Um, do who do you break the tie here for the game ball? I've seen one for grace, but I'm trying to figure out if Quang is also one is campaigning <laughs> yeah, for Mac too. too. So, you know, we need some help workaholics. Yeah. So if there's anyone out there um, that's in the chat, maybe you can drop in and maybe Quang, you can, unconfuse us on if you want grace or mac <laughs> for your votes and we'll see what some other folks vote um here and um at that point so <laughs> we'll move on to the hoosier hustle award and we might we'll circle back and see what we do we might have a split too <laughs> okay so we have a couple for mac and one for grace well, that was going to be, and that may be where our split is because I was going to have Grace for the Hoosier hustle here. I, because I, I felt like Grace deserves something today. Right. A, coming back and B, like you mentioned with her stat line, she does, she deserves something. She was, she really, you know, yep. uh, way more than I thought she was going to give us today. And I'm, I'm the biggest Grace Burger fan. You guys know that. I hosted the show last year with her, but. I, coming back off that knee injury, I thought might have been a little bit, you know, guy gets, get your feet under you, maybe a few points, a couple rebounds. 16 points, like you said, um, five assists. And mo- I think those five assists were all in like the first quarter and a half. Right. And and so, I mean, just I'm going to go grace for the hustle award here. All right. Yep. That's easy. And just circle back. We have another vote for Mac on the game ball. So we'll we'll give our game ball to Mac. So that brings her to 10. So um, obviously I, I was uh, giving my hustle award to Sydney um, or excuse me, not Sydney. I gave my hustle award. um actually to Sarah is who I wrote down. And I know again, that probably sounds strange because she is just really struggling shooting. But what I saw from Sarah coming in off of the bench for her 30 minutes, I thought she really came out and did a lot of things off the ball and things that don't show up in the stat line. Uh, You know, she ended up with only five points, but she had four rebounds. She had a couple of assists. I saw her diving on the ball uh, Mm -hmm. on the floor for the ball a few times. And those to me are things that kind of, uh, say what we want from our hustle award. So that's why I went with Sarah for my hustle again, not because I I thought that, you know, she was still struggling from the shooting, but 
actually <laughs> what I, that was part of why I liked her as well for the hustle award is because she was still shooting the ball. She didn't make them, but she started shooting again because in the last game she didn't put up one three and that just has to change. She's got to keep trying. And eventually, you know, she's going to hopefully shoot her way out of their, her shooting slump. I thought she did a lot of other things today for the team. Um, and that's for me. So she, she can have my honorary vote, but yeah, the hustle award will go to, um, to grace them. So let's see. So that now brings our hustle award, um, total to three and a half for each Sydney and Chloe, um, Bargaser with two grace. Now this is her second one, Caitlin Peterson, Alyssa Geary, Lily Meister and Yarden Garzon each have one. So, um, that really takes us then, I think. Um, out of our, uh, excuse me, out of our game ball and Hushnell award, and then out to lingering questions, Jeff. So, what kind of questions are on your mind um, because of this game? I, I really, the only lingering question I have now, Kathy, is I want to see what Grace is going to look like on Thursday. She played 27 minutes. It'll be interesting to see because sometimes with knees, and again, I I'm, I have not, no inside knowledge, so don't want anybody going, oh, Marlo knows something. I, I just I just know sometimes knees, you know, it can be sore a day or two afterwards. Maybe it's, it might swell a little bit. So I'll be interested to see how she looks on on Thursday against Maryland. If there's no complications, that's even great. It's even better news, and that's what I'm kind of hoping for. But it'll just be interesting to see how it goes, you know, kind of going forward. Is she able to play those kinds of minutes game after game, or will they kind of get into a situation where they got, Oh, maybe we played her 27 in Northwestern because she needed to stay up and keep moving. Maybe we back her down to 22, 21 uh, as we go forward for a little bit until we, maybe she needs a little more conditioning, but that's my only leading question. I just want to see how mm-hmm. Grace is going to bounce back after being out for six weeks with a knee injury and now coming back and playing to, you know, and, and then having a game three, four days down the line. Yeah, that that's um, one question I had. My other question I have is really just how does the team now kind of reformulate themselves now that they have Grace back and Keandra Brown back? You know, we haven't had Keandra all year. This was her first game back for the season. And how do they now reformulate themselves, right? We, we clearly, this is our third starting lineup that we've had. We Before we were bringing Sydney off the bench and then now we're bringing Sarah off of the bench, at least for today's game. So, you know, do people's roles change to your point? You know, Chloe Moore McNeil was, you know, really filling in a lot for point guard. Does she, you know, how does she do going back? So I think that um, that is a question for me that I'd, I'd like to see. And again, you know, nothing against Northwestern, but clearly our talent level was a lot more than the Northwestern today. And I think it will be very interesting going into the game on Thursday against Maryland, which we'll highlight here in a minute. Now that the, the competition is going to ratchet up on Thursday, how do we retool our team and how did those pieces fit back together? I agree. Yep. Anything else, Jeff, you want to talk about with this game or should we move on to our preview? No, I don't have anything else with the Northwestern game. It was it, they went up to Northwestern. They were a better team. They went up there and and I don't want to say jumped on them, but they kind of pulled away steadily in the first half and then really put the game away in the second half. Just what you should do. Yep. And as we get ready to talk about Maryland, this becomes an important game because it's in Bloomington, but also North uh, Ohio State's the only undefeated team in the league. 
And yeah. so there's a kind of a jumble right now at that four and one, three and one kind of area. And Marilyn and I, you are both right there. So you get a chance to put a little bit of distance, you know, and kind of get it. Or I should say distance. You get a chance to jump ahead mm-hmm. of Maryland in the league standings here and, and such. So, but this is an important game coming up and having grace back and getting her 27 minutes, I think makes it even better, you know, or a, a better opportunity for Indiana to come away with the win on, on Thursday. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Um, so we'll let that, let's just, go on and talk about what's coming up next then. So for the team, our next opponent, as Jeff and I have kind of been alluding here to and talking about, is against Maryland. This game will be at home on this Thursday, January the 12th. Maryland is currently ranked 13th in the AP poll and 14th in the coaches poll. The game is at 6.30 Eastern or 7.30 Central. Again, that's Thursday, January 12th. And um, good news for everybody that does does not have a Big Ten Plus subscription. It is on regular Big, Big Ten Network this time. So um, that's really great. So highlighting... Some of the history, IU is 2-12 and 12 all time, um, including only 1-4 in Bloomington. So historically, Maryland has really had our number as, as a program. Uh, our last matchup was against uh, Maryland in the Big Ten tournament last year, where Indiana won 62-51. to 51. And then for the two regular season games last year, we split each of those, one of them going into overtime. Um, let me highlight uh, Maryland's um, <clears throat> real quick around their conference record are their records. And then I'll kick it over to you, Jeff, to, to dive more into their numbers, but Maryland is 11 and three overall. And as Jeff mentioned, they're four and one in the conference as well. So we're tied in that second spot with them for conference uh, standings. Their most recent game was just yesterday. They beat Michigan state at home, 85 to 94. Um, their one conference loss was at home against Nebraska, where they lost 67 to 90, a very surprising loss out of Maryland. And that was back on December 4th. And then their two non-conference losses were against from number one, South Carolina, and then as well, DePaul. So, Jeff, do you want to dive a little bit more into Maryland's numbers? Yeah, I mean, this is a program that oh, in the offseason, kind of a beginning of the offseason, there were a lot of questions about this program because uh, Brenda Freeze had several kids leave, but she really hit the portal hard and brought in some quality people. Um, they're averaging 79 points a game. They've always been kind of a high-volume, high-production offense. Uh, they give up 70. So they they do have the, the – there's going to be games that they have that are very, very close. And what they've done here of late is win some of those closer games, and, and, and the games have been tighter. Um, they're being out-rebounded, though, by about point – by a plus-two margin, 1.9 officially. So basically they're they're about even on the rebounding. And that's obviously a concern for us. They're shooting 43% from the field, 37% from three. And they're holding their opponents to 41% from the field, 33% from three. And hopefully we'll shoot better than we did today. Yeah. They're forcing 19 turnovers a game, but only committing 12 um, with that. And and so they have three players averaging double figures. Diamond Miller is their, their leader, senior, 18.3 points per game. Abby Myers, the transfer from Princeton that really gave us fits last year in the NCAA tournament, is second at 14.8. And sophomore guard Cheyenne Sellers is at 14.4. And Miller also leads them in rebounding at 6.6. Yep. Yeah. So in terms of coaching, Brenda Freeze has been their head coach for 20 years. So she has a phenomenal record. Um, she's a just a great coach. And to your point, um, Jeff, they weren't even ranked preseason at all. No one knew what to do really with Maryland. And now they're up to 13th. But in terms of record, what I found interesting, Brenda Freeze, just to um, highlight how good of a coach she is, she's 571 wins and 161 losses in her career for at 20 years at Michigan, or excuse me, Maryland, um, which is seven. Um, 
78 all time. Um, <laughs> that's actually 78%. higher than. Yes, yeah, 78%. Um, that's actually higher than Coach K, Tom Izzo, Phil Jackson, and Bill Belichick. So, uh, you know, I think that's just a really great uh, well, <laughs> highlight for Brenda. She, did, Her and Kim Mulkey have made blue – at that time, Kim Mulkey's gone back to LSU – or gone to LSU now. But Kim Mulkey and, and Brenda Freeze made blue bloods basically out of schools that were not mm-hmm. really ba- women's basketball blue bloods in, in Maryland and, and Baylor. Um and Brenda Freeze has done an outstanding job there. She has a national title show for her. In fact, I'm sure some of them out there probably feel like she's actually not been up to expectations because they probably figure they should have more. But, you know, she took a, a, a women's program that really wasn't that that grave a program. And like I said, turned it kind of into a blue blood women's program. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in terms of other programming notes, just as uh, to let you all will be aware too. We Jeff and I will not be able to do a, a live post game show right after Maryland. So we are actually going to combine our post game show on Sunday, which is against Wisconsin, with the Maryland game as well. So we'll try to highlight both of those games, and we'll see how we do that on Sunday. So, uh, so with that, we do play. Um, Wisconsin on uh, this Sunday. And so we'll, I think that's an afternoon game. I'll look that up while we're kind of wrapping things up here. But in terms of other programming notes, Jeff does keep us up to date about all of our Hoosier alums that are in um, the professional ranks right now. And you can follow that in our private community or with our Twitter feed. If you're not following us on Twitter, you can find us at Doing the Work um, just by searching that on Twitter with spaces in between. And you can get there for news and information as um, we can tweet them out as well. Um, So Assembly Call Radio will be um, coming up here as well. And uh, you can also subscribe to Crimson Cast, who is part of our Back Home Network. Um, So again, our next show will be on Sunday uh, after the Maryland's game. Wisconsin game game, where we'll do Maryland as well. So that game on Sunday is at noon Eastern or one o'clock central. So we will be 11, 11 central 12 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. On that Sunday game. Oh, well my calendar says otherwise. Let me look what ESPN. If it's 12 Eastern, it's gotta be 11 o'clock central. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm having trouble with time zones today. It's fine. Yeah. We're just want to make sure our, our followers know yes. what to look for. And you can, and, and we'll tweet it out anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're going to tweet it out. Um, we'll tweet it out on the on on the Twitter feed, or you can find it in the Assembly Call uh, community uh, page as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So. Um. Okay, Jeff. Are we ready for last call then as I bumble around a little bit more? We're good, Kathy. (laughs) Okay. I did look real quick. And according to ESPN, we play Wisconsin at um, one o'clock on central time, which would be, yes, two o'clock Eastern. I went the wrong way. So two, two Eastern, one central. <laughs> so, all right, Jeff. Um, so what is on your mind as we wrap up our, our day today with yet another fantastic victory from our, our lady Hoosiers? I uh, just absolutely, uh, again, just fun to see Grace Berger back and playing and playing as well as she did, which I think makes this team better. I think nobody's going to argue with that, but it just, again, this team's ceiling just seems to get a little higher 
with each game. I know we had that hiccup up at Michigan State, but this team continues to get a little better every game. And, it, and you know, there's places where they still got to show improvement, and and we guys still got to continue continue to have uh, control of the turnovers. We got to make sure we rebound every game. But I'm really looking forward to that game on Thursday night against Maryland, and I think that will give us a pretty good idea of where we are, at least in the middle of January. Great. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just as a, an update from the post game, evidently Coach Morin has said they have no minute restrictions on Grace right now that she is fully healthy. So that's really, I think, um, fantastic news for the program here with us. So um, <clears throat> just wonder if she was listening to doing the work. Yeah, I bet she probably she's like, these people want to know this. This is important. <laughs> so yeah, I agree, Jeff. Like this is this is great. I mean, each time, you know, we we've really got all the pieces back together now. So it's just a matter of how do we keep them all moving forward um and keeping that ceiling where it's at and and how we go. Cause we're really gonna get into the grind with it here now, right? We've got um <clears throat> as we mentioned, we got Maryland's on on Thursday and the Wisconsin, then we're gonna be on the road at Illinois. And you know. Illinois has is shown and been proven that they are much more improved team. I mean, they gave us a lot of fits at home and, you know, they, they're going to be tough. They beat Iowa as well earlier this year. Um, so, and, um, and really held Ohio state and we're beating Ohio state just uh, yesterday until that fourth quarter. So Illinois is not a joke this year at all. So we, we have, you know, we were really looking earlier in the preseason towards that February schedule, but you know, our January, the whole big 10 right now is not, you know, for the most part, you can't, you can't overlook anybody. So um, it's good that we're getting everybody back at this time. So um, with that, well, let's wrap it up. And if you uh, aren't watching us live and would like to watch us live sometime in the future, you can be part of our live chat and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash assembly call. Um, you can also be part of our private community and join today at join.assemblycall.com. A huge thanks to John Ringer of Riggs Design to, for designing our new logo. And that music you're hearing playing throughout was from Bob Thompson. So thank you very much to Bob Thompson for that. And most of all, thank you to all of our loyal listeners out there. We appreciate you joining us here on a late on a Sunday afternoon to discuss a fantastic victory or listening later on ever podcast feed of your choice. But thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful Sunday. But until we talk hoops with you again next Sunday, Keep your elbow in, your eyes on the rim, and let's go Hoosiers. All right. Well, happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday, everybody. So, hey, everybody have a good week. We'll talk to you next week after the Wisconsin game. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go enjoy some football. Yeah, sounds good. All right.